0: I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. In today's episode, I'm speaking with my good friend and fellow content lover, Taryn Bolt. Taryn is a business coach specializing in content and launching and is the biz wizard behind the social bolt. She supports her clients to share their magic and create wildly abundant offers, booked up launches and magical content through one-on-one business coaching and her programs, the School of Content Wizardry and Become a Launch Wizard. Taryn works alongside her barking manager, Ned, her eight-year-old Border Collie. And together they love to curl up on the couch with a glass of red wine in hand watching Harry Potter. Today we chat about the coaching industry and the steps you can take to transition into a coaching role. I just know you're going to get so much from this conversation with Tyron, so let's dive in. So I am so excited to have you on the show We're like biz besties. And I just love that we've been going through a kind of similar transition the last couple of weeks and months in our business. And I'm just really looking forward to chatting all of the things about being a business coach and transitioning into one-on-one coaching with you. But before we like dive in, I know you've talked about this publicly and so have I. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Like it took you a while to kind of claim this title of business coach, to talk about being a business coach, do you mind sharing why that was? Well, firstly, thank you for having me. Uh, I always
1: say I am not much of a podcast listener, but yours is one that I listen to every week. So I'm very excited to chat with you and like we have some epic DM chats anyway. So let's just, you know, do a podcast episode about it um, and share all of the things that we've been going through. And I guess for me, the reason I was hesitant to be a business coach or claim that label was because I don't consider myself to be like a lot of the other business coaches. I don't feel like I'm rah-rah enough to be a business coach um, because I'm an introvert. I I'm like obsessed with my dog and I'm probably a little bit on the quieter side. So for me, it was, I guess, comparing myself to other people, which is completely natural. And if you're listening and thinking like I do that too, everyone does it. They look at other people who have the same label as them and they think, Oh, I'm not like that person enough to be a business coach. So for me, even though what I was doing with my clients was basically business coaching, the label just didn't sit well with me because I didn't see myself reflected as
0: in the industry as a business coach. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I know, and if you've been listening to this episode uh, podcast for a while or just chatting to me, you know that I feel exactly the same way. And I still have moments um, where I look around at the industry Um, specifically, you know, business coaching, marketing coach and go, I'm just not like anyone, like I just don't feel like I'm like anyone else either. Although I am more extroverted, I definitely don't feel like I'm like glamorous and I don't use a lot of the words and the jargon that is used in the industry. You know, I prefer 90s slang over words like beauty and babe and love and things like that. And so I love that you shared that because it's so important that people listening and just with any industry, that you often look externally to get validation or to see where you fit in. But just because you don't see yourself represented doesn't mean that you can't be a business coach or that you can't claim that title for yourself. Because, like you said, um, and obviously I know your business reasonably well, like you have been doing business coaching for so long and getting the same kind of results as other business coaches, if not even more like incredible results. And I think it's a really interesting topic and i've talked about this before like these titles because we don't feel like we can claim them and then actually stops us from really moving into that into that space so before we dive into that amazing transition for you i would love to hear your thoughts on the coaching industry as a whole particularly because we're both so hesitant to kind of step into these roles because of the industry and it's exploded recently very much so over the last couple of years and has actually received a lot of criticism for being like unregulated and obviously MLM style coaching pyramids come to mind that's not what we're about and that's obviously not what we offer but I'd love to hear your thoughts on the coaching industry and where you see the industry going and your kind of place in it
1: well I agree that it does get a bad rap and I probably that probably comes down to my hesitancy as well because you know There are a lot of business coaches out there who, when I look at what they're doing, I cringe a little and I don't want to be like that, if I'm completely honest. And I know that, as someone with a marketing background, I know that results sell. Like, if you want to be out there putting yourself saying, I'm a business coach and I've helped my clients make X amount of dollars, I know that that sells. But part of me, is yeah a bit I, I get that internal struggle about sharing that stuff because I think it's more than just that. It's more than just money. Like I can safely say there's times where you know I have earned those five figure months, but I felt like shit. Like honestly, I I look back and I'm I'm not celebrating those five figure months because I think about the things that I did to get myself there, and you know I look at what I do now and you know the processes that I do but they're not as sexy and as sellable as hey come and make six figures with me so but I look at what I do now and I feel more confident knowing that what I do works it just maybe doesn't have the sexy title as like I'll help you earn six figures."
0: I love that you share that. And thank you so much for you know sharing that you made kind of those really amazing income months and felt not great about it and the process and maybe you're exhausted and burnt out. I know that I too recently, um, for anyone listening, you know, retired all of my programs and started doing one-on-one coaching and like I was having a reasonably successful business, but it just wasn't feeling good anymore. And I was having amazing income months and years, but it was that process. And again, like you're saying, the internal conflict that I still have myself. And I know everyone listening has as well. Like when do you talk about like income as like a main result and credibility versus when do you talk about other things? Because there's so much more that goes behind those six figure years and months, right? Like that is just a result of all the other work that we're doing. And I feel like when the coaching industry only focuses on that, it actually takes away from the foundational work. Like you said, that isn't sexy, but is actually needed. Like you can't just wake up one day and make six figures. Like you need mindset and you need like a strategy. And, you know, both of us who love content, you need a content marketing strategy and everything like that. And I just would really wish the industry would stop focusing on that one you know, one piece of information and using it to sell themselves, their programs, the industry success overall, because I think it's giving the industry a really bad rap. And coaches are amazing. We both have a coach, we work with other coaches. And I just, yeah, I wish if I just sort of think if we didn't focus on that solely, we would be in a better position and more people like us would step forward and call ourselves coaches and be able to support others, and more people would seek a coach. So I would love to know why you decided to transition from Done For You Services, which you were amazing at, and so many of my peers and community um, have worked with you and just love everything you do. So why did you move from that more into offering programs and one-on-one business coaching?
1: It was a number of reasons. Firstly, because I am a low-key perfectionist, and for me, I would obsess over getting it to a certain standard done for you. But as we all know, if you you do that, you're headed straight towards burnout. And, you know, my business was taking a backseat to other people's business, really. And for me, uh, if you know a bit about human design, I'm a manifestor. So I am actually meant to initiate and inform people that is my human design it's not to, but I've been working let's say as a generator and generating those results for people and it's really hard because that's what I've done my whole life and to be told well actually you're a manifester you really should be doing it this way this is why you feel burnt out and like you have no creative energy at all is because You're doing it all wrong, Tara. So I think for me, it was was just looking at my business and saying, I know I'm good at this, but deep down, it's not helping me build my business. It's not helping me grow my business. And it's actually burning me out as well. And it's a really, really scary decision to make because, and, you know, something that I often... (laughs) doubt myself did I make the right decision because I am good at it and I and I am really good at creating content and doing those online marketing activities but for me it just wasn't fulfilling me, wasn't lighting me up and I was feeling really shit. Um, so our business coach often says something to me that's just because you can doesn't mean you should just because you can create amazing content doesn't mean that that is what you should stick to it just because you can do it
0: I love that and it's something I say to my clients as well and as someone who's gone through a similar transition I was amazing at creating content for my clients with businesses but it just didn't feel good to me as well and like you said my business like really really took a back seat but for so long I felt like because I was good at it I should do it like Where do you think that that idea comes from? And how did you navigate that? Because like I said, we all hear it all the time. We know it to be true. But when it comes down to it, like for me, it was like a little voice in my head being like, you've worked your entire life for this. Like, why would you let this go? Even though I was getting other opportunities, I'm sure you were too. Like, how did you navigate that little voice that was like, don't do it. Like your whole life will be destroyed, even though logically you knew that this was the right path for you.
1: Well, I mean, it's it's funny. We're talking about business coaches, but that's why I have a business coach because in the days where I'm like, I think this is a really bad idea and I really think I should go back to doing it. It's helpful to have someone say, well, like, but do you want to really do that? Like deep down, what, how do you feel right now? Like, do you feel great? No. Well then why would you keep doing that? Even though, you know, you can totally keep doing it and it's, you know, but you've got to take into consideration how you feel. And for me, like I absolutely reached a breaking point where I said on my coaching call, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want to end up resenting my business and hating it because you know for me I started my business so I could be a stay-at-home dog mom like I don't want to go back to an office where I have to leave my dog every day so for me it's like okay I need to make a change because otherwise I'm really I'm on the fast track to hating my business and not wanting to do it so it's kind of like just really having that support but also you know, thinking about why you're in business, you know, and what you want, what your goals are, what you want to achieve, how you want to feel is a big thing Um, because, yeah, cool, I've, you know, reached those five-figure months. I've, you know, working with amazing clients and but it just, there was something missing. So for me, it's like really looking at that, the big picture of things and was I scared? Yes. Am I still scared? Yes. But knowing how I feel now versus how I felt when I was making that decision, I deep down, I know it was the right decision.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm like nodding furiously because that is exactly how I felt and some of the steps that I took. Like you, I looked at my human design. I looked at kind of my hesitation with, the business coaching industry, I thought like how I could place myself that was different. And I think you've done that um, too, like, you know, looking at where the industry is, where it's going and placing ourselves in a different spot. I would also love for you to share like what's like steps you actually took. So once you kind of did the sort of self-awareness work and you're like no like I can't do this anymore I want to change like how did you actually start moving into this business coaching space if, if you'd mind sharing a few kind of actionable steps because I know lots of people listening to this are wanting to do more coaching
1: so I I guess I looked at um, my clients you know my that I have and also my community and what people were telling me I mean that's always my biggest like source of information where I always tap back into if I'm unsure of what I should do in my business, it's going and doing some market research, which is a fancy way of saying going on Instagram and like watching stories and listening to what people are telling you in the DMs um, and what people are commenting on, what kind of content's out there and just the general landscape of how people are feeling. And is there an offer that I can put together that speaks to that, that helps them achieve what they want to achieve? And then looking at, okay, cool. So what makes me magic? What makes me special? And that's obviously, um, my content creation skills and I've done a shitload of launches. So I'm, you know, I would say a launch expert content expert. So, And then how can I incorporate that into it as well with that offer? And then it's about just figuring out your point of difference. So, you know, what is the market telling you? What are your offers? Okay, my point of difference. And then, of course, because it's always the way, it's content. Like you have to start sharing. You have to own it. You have to say, hey, guys. I'm a business coach now. This is what I do. And you have to share your offers about how people can work with you. So pretty much everything I do in my business, it's about having a strategy and then using content to bring that to life. Content plays a massive role in my business um, and I can't see that ever changing. So yeah, I guess it was just looking at you know, what my community was telling me what I wanted to do and what I'm good at, my skills, creating an offer for that and then just sharing the shit out of it, just going out there and saying, grabbing the mic and being like, I'm a business coach, this is what I do, this is what I'm good at and sharing that from there.
0: Yes. I mean, we chat about content all the time. We could chat about it all day every day and your content is like one of the only like people's content that I like look at like fully like word for word religiously because I love it so much I would love to know I suppose talking about and from what you shared and I know it's similar for me you know we wanted to use our skill sets we wanted to prioritize our own business we wanted to fill in alignment we also wanted to support our clients how is moving away from done for you services, really stepping into your manifesting power and using all of your skill sets to create sort of more of a business model that suits you. How has that supported your business to grow? Because again, the industry, like we said, wants to know about these, you know, five, six bigger months, but how has it actually supported your business to grow over the last couple of months um, and years as as you've made this transition?
1: I think it's, I look at the quality of clients that I work with. Um, I look at that they keep coming. Those kinds of people, it's easy to think, oh, there's only X amount of people out there, business owners out there who I can support, but they keep presenting themselves to me and they're like all, you know, Beyonce level clients, let's say. And I think that building that community of raving fans essentially is that people who will recommend you in a room of strangers so that there's a lot of word of mouth um, and really just being given opportunities to do those guest masterclass come on podcasts like this people wanting to know your opinion on things and I think that's you know being that thought leader in your industry in that area like for me it's just those kinds of opportunities um yeah being asked to master classes and you know be on podcast is when I think back 12 months I didn't even have my podcast then and you know now I have people reaching out saying I'd love to be on your podcast or people saying I listened to this episode today and it helped me so much so I think they're the big things for me like and I would say that I work a lot less now which you know at that time 12 months ago I probably worked seven days a week and I would work yeah it's it's like kind of like I don't want to admit how much I worked Um, but to do done for you client work plus my own business meant that I was working a lot more hours. These days, I don't work so much on the weekends. I still do because sometimes that's what you've got to do um, if you're coming into a launch. And I do love my business. Um, So I would say that I work less and earn more money, um, but also the opportunities that come from it as well.
0: Yeah, it's something that I've found personally stepping more into a role of like a coach and a teacher, exactly what you've said. I've been able to have more opportunities and definitely do more thought leadership, which if I think back to why I started to make this transition and you know, going back to like what you said, you know, looking at how I want to run my business and the thing that I really wanted that was missing was this thought leadership piece that no matter how hard I worked or tried, Or did, you know, for my clients, the amazing writing I was doing, I was always behind the scenes or I just didn't simply just didn't have enough time to do thought leadership. Because like you said, the done for you work is incredible, but really takes everything out of you. And you see so many other business owners um, and businesses growing while yours kind of sits back. And I know many of my clients look to do more programs and coaching and teaching thought for the thought leadership. And I know you've spoken about this before. So I'd love to ask this before we wrap up. Was thought leadership something that you actually wanted? Because I know, you you know, we chat about, um, you know, getting on stages and stuff as an introvert. Because I know lots of my listeners are an introvert. Like, is it, was it something that you really, really wanted and went after? Or have you found that it's just kind of come and it's something that you've learned to enjoy through the process? A little bit of
1: both, I think. I think that for me, it's (laughs) wanted to do it for the other introverts, for the people who are not wanting to be fit in that neat little Instagram box, who want to do things differently, but don't feel confident enough or yeah, they just don't know how to get those wheels in motion. So for me, it's part of me is like, I want to show other people what's possible for them or give them, you know, the opportunity to do the same thing because I have been so privileged and lucky to be given opportunities from other people that, you know, I know, like, and trust. So I think for me, part of me is like, I'm going to do it for the introverts and just, you know, give us a little bit of our own limelight, even though we don't want it for too long. And I think the other thing is, yeah, just really, it's just things have come from that as well. So uh, the opportunities have come and I know it's important for my business. And if I think about the people that I look up to the most and I look at them and think, they've done that. So that's possible for me. So that's why I do it as well, because I know it's important. I always think about when I started and I didn't want to show my face on stories. I didn't want to talk on stories. It took me a good like eight to 12 months before I was actually consistently doing it. And I did that because for me, my goals and what I want to achieve are more important or, you know, bigger than just being uncomfortable for 15, 30, 30 minutes, whatever, like seconds, whatever it is. So to put myself out there because that's more important to me because I want to, I spent a lot of time prior to having my business kind of wishing the days away and wishing that I was doing different things or wish I could be more confident or, you know, all of those things. And for me now, it's more of, Like I've got to get moving because if you sit for too long in that fear, it's really hard to to move out of it. So for me, it's like, cool, I feel that fear, I acknowledge it, but like you can get in the backseat fear and I'm driving
0: the car. So just, you know, calm down. That's so powerful. I love that analogy too, because it is about feeling the fear and doing it anyway, like feeling the fear of like really stepping into your own power of claiming the type of business that you want, of recognizing and admitting that things are great but not perfect, I think is a huge fear um, to admit. And I just love how you've stepped into this business coaching role and you really are like a beacon for the people who are looking to be a coach or work with a coach and want someone who is Different, who's the introvert who, like you said, you know, you want to be a stay at home mom for like Ned, like you're not out there saying, I, which is not a bad thing, but you know, I want to buy a holiday villa, a fast car, I want to have a million dollars, a team of, you know, 50. Like I love that you're showing that you can really serve others and yourself in really unique ways. But first, you just need to, yeah, tell the fear to get in the backseat and like go for it anyway. So to wrap up, I would love to know like, what's one thing about the industry or becoming a coach that you'd love listeners to take away from this episode?
1: I think that just be really discerning in what marketing messaging you are, I guess, taking as the truth, the real truth, because Look, I have a background in marketing and I also admit that I am a sucker for really good marketing. Like if you give me some messaging that really speaks to my soul, you know, and it's funny and it's witty, like take my money. I am the biggest like sucker for good marketing, but just be really discerning with what people are telling you that you should be doing in your business. Um, I think that it's really easy to get caught up in the, like I said, the, the, shiny, the shiny stuff and the things that will make you a million dollars tomorrow. But in reality, I don't know anyone that has, has done that because what they fail to tell you is that all the work they did up in the lead up to making that million dollars, you know, overnight, let's say, So I guess just be really aware of that and just think about the people that you want to work with and what you want to do in your business and finding people that you trust and that you really relate to because that's what's going to help you. It's not all this, you know, quick fixes and magic potions and spells and all of those things. I mean I love magic but there's no way that like I'm not actually it's not what I do is not magic it's really simple it's but it's sustainable so just being really aware of that and you know trust your your gut trust your intuition if you're reading something and thinking like wow that sounds too good to be true like honestly sometimes it probably is unfortunately so you know, do your research, look into, you know, who you want to work, work with um, and find someone that you really connect with on, I guess, a different level outside of business as well. Like because your business is to support your life as well. It should, you know, you want it to be uh, aligned and a nice mix. So, you know, business stuff at the end of the day, life and business is always going to, you know, come together at some point, you, you're you not going to keep it separate, completely separate. So yeah, I think just being aware of the different tactics that can be used to, I guess, draw you in, just be really, uh, trust your intuition and think about um, what you really want from, you know, working with someone. Um, yeah, that's what I would say.
0: I love that advice. And you're so, so right. There are so many different types of coaches. There are like mindset coaches. Coaches are more about implementation. I know that I'm a blend and, you know, Ellie, who's our business coach, she's a blend. And I know that you also help people who do so many different facets in their business. And I think even just knowing, like you said, what type of coach you want, because a lot of my clients um, and community have gone and joined programs for these more celebrity entrepreneur style coaches and literally never got access to them. So they followed a program. It wasn't tailored to them. They couldn't have their questions answered. And so again, the type of coaching program, you know, asking yourself, do you want one-on-one calls? you want someone reviewing your copy which I think we both do you know that's like a huge part of both of our programs Um, and for reasons so many reasons why we do that you know needing to ask yourself what type of support you want in what kind of container which is what everyone says in the coaching world I have no idea why we use the word container I think of ice cream container and ice cream and I just I don't know why we use the word container program course um, if you've heard that jargon but such great advice because I think we've all been kind of burned or like you said, I'm a sucker for great marketing, particularly if marketing's for like a program or food. I'm like, oh, do I actually need that thing? No. And so stopping, stepping away, taking a breather, coming back and asking yourself a lot of questions and also would um, suggest to look at the testimonials of the people who've done the programs or the course, Um, if they're all making a million dollars, um, that's probably the top 1% and the majority of people won't be making or having that kind of success overnight either. Um, So also checking in and, you know, coaches like us have so many different um, testimonials and so many people that could speak to what we do. So don't be afraid to go ask all of the questions and to find, like you said, um, you know, to wrap up like the perfect coach for you because You know, like we're two completely different people serving completely different clients and our clients are really happy and we have similar kind of processes, but also really unique ways of looking at things and people choose to work with us for that. And I think, like you said, you know, being clear on what that is for yourself and then really sharing that with everyone, it means that you can be successful as a business coach if you feel like you want to move into that. So thank you so much for coming on the show. We could chat forever. I might have to have you back on to chat all things content, but I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all of your experiences and learnings and stories. I know everyone's going to really, really love what you have shared here today.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. Like I said, I can tick that one off the bucket list and be happy I made it on one of my favorite podcasts really want people to know that you can create that business that works for you and that it can look exactly how you want it to look. And, you know, as I always say, there's not one right way to do business. So just being open to uh, making those changes if it doesn't feel good for you. But yeah, thank you so much uh, for having this conversation with me because Yeah, most of the time I get asked about content. So it's nice to talk about
0: something different. Right, right. It's so nice to talk about things that aren't content related. So yes, hit us up if you want to talk business coaching. We'd be more than happy to speak to you. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.